Hi there. Welcome to the No Expectations Podcast. I'm Ben. I'm James. And I'm Max. And today we are talking about 1994's Dumb and Dumber, starring Jim Carrey, Jeff Daniels, and the beautiful Lauren Holly. And this is directed by Peter and Bobby Fairley and written by Peter and Bobby Fairley and also Bennett Yellen. After a woman leaves a briefcase at the airport terminal, a dumb limo driver and his dumber friend set out on a hilarious cross-country road trip to Aspen to return it. So this is a movie I've actually never seen before. Just kidding. I I was actually thinking on the way over here. I've seen this movie probably the most out of any movie of any movie I've ever seen. Really? I think this is my number one. I've seen this movie more than Back to the Future. Man, that's what I was thinking. I think it's a almost a tie between Dumb and Dumber and Back to the Future. But I can quote Dumb and Dumber so well. I want to say Dumb and Dumber for the win for the one I've seen the most. Interesting. Yeah, it's like forever in my top five movies of all yeah, time. Yeah, this isn't a. I want to say triple digits for me too. It is pretty yeah. high. It is honestly yeah, it, really. It's high. up there. I've watched the <laughs> shit out of this movie. Watched it on VHS. Watched it on DVD. Streamed it so many times. Unrated cut as well. Yes, both versions. Although the one I know by heart is the original. I love that. But the cut. unrated is still pretty funny. Yeah, There's a lot funny. of additional uh, hot tub gay jokes thrown <laughs> in the unrated. I'd show you what a real man can do. Split you like an old piece of firewood. You'd probably like it, too, you big homo. Shut up. Don't tell me to shut up, woman. <laughs> but both versions are hilarious. But, uh, yeah, this movie is one of my all-time favorite films ever. Like, anyone asks me what my favorite movies are, I'm always like, Back to the Future, Dumb and Dumber, Goodfellas. Like, it always, like it's always in my top five. Like, it no is on my top what. five, too. Um, no matter what. Well, this is my favorite comedy. Like, hands yeah. down, my favorite yeah. comedy. Yeah. I, I, I fucking love this film. <laughs> Here we go. In no particular order, because it's so tough to pick one, because we love movies so much. Give me, off the top of your head, your top ten comedies. Just go. Top without, ten without, comedies? Without thinking too much. Uh, well... I'm gonna start with number one. It's Dumb and Dumber. Same. Um, dude, that, that's funny. Just rattle them off. Okay. Don't uh, think too much. Don't think. I'm too thinking much. Wedding Crashers. Uh, Step Brothers is up there. Talking Nights. I love Good a lot one. of Will Ferrell ones. Good one. Um, ooh, top ten. This, without thinking is hard. Talking Nights was three. Uh, tell, well, I'm just gonna put them all. I'm not in order. I'm just naming some. Okay. Okay. What am I on four right now? I think yeah. Wedding Crashers, Talladega, so four. Yeah. Okay. Um. You know what? I really love Shanghai and Shanghai Noon. Like those, those are great movies. We, so can, those we, are can, we can lump them. We lump them. So there's yeah. five. You can okay. lump them. Yeah. Um, I like Meet the Parents. Great movie. Great, great um, one. Yeah. So six. Dude, the comedy's tough. The comedy. Is comedy's tough. really hard for there's me. There's so many good ones, and um, I think the golden age was like '90s to early 2000s. Yeah. So the Jerk is one of them. Yeah. Hell yeah. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Yes. You consider that? It's a comedy drama. It's got some heart. Yeah. 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 Um, what was that eight? That's one of the few comedies that can make me cry. Mm-hmm. That one like. It's just like so sad at the end, you know, but still so funny. John Candy, uh, R.I.P. Man, number nine. Oh, dude, I always uh, dude, Adam Sandler, of course. Um, of course, this one's tough because I always like I be I'm always happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, but yeah. I think I have to go with Billy Madison. Same. And then Same. N- yeah. number ten. Ooh, so many good ones. There is. This is like twenty. I'm trying to pick them. I don't want to pick them all. Uh, I think I'm just gonna go with. I'm gonna put our Adam Sandler in there. It's just Waterboy. So good. I'm going to put one in there. So but good. I know that's not the correct 10, but as but, of yeah, my head right Off the top of your head. Yeah. yeah. I got to go Dumb and Dumber, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. I got to go. It's so tough because I want to do like all the Jim Carrey's yeah, and all the Adam Sandler. It's almost like implied, like all like 90s, early 2000s, Jim and Adam, like 
those were the best um i gotta go caddyshack i gotta go vegas uh, vegas vacation oh, vegas yeah i gotta go um i really do love meet the parents like along came polly but I'll, I'll just say meet the parents to meet the stiller quota zoolander also i love yeah, zoolander i try to choose between the two so good um gosh the first anchorman is funny as hell the first think, anchorman yeah, is anchorman. very funny mm-hmm. um let's see dude there's so many good ones um i'll throw planes and no, actually for john hughes let's say ferris because ferris bueller i think still you is, really like ferris i love ferris but it's one of my favorite movies um and i think it's mostly comedic mm-hmm. and then i would say boy tough one what are you on? Right we'll, now? we'll throw in Waterboy. Waterboy. That was that was my ninth. So right. we'll throw in Waterboy. But it's tough to pick. Surprised you didn't pick the jerk as well. The jerk is up there. The jerk the is, is up there. the jerk is up there. I it's, watched that a few times. It's tough. That was just like rattle. Yeah, but so many good ones. Max, Max, I want to hear yours. Give uh, no particular order. Ooh. Just rattle them off. Freddie got fingered. Uh, nice, uh, nice. How? Uh, what's the movie? Mary, something about Mary. Oh, good yeah. one. Uh, Solid. That is a good one. I almost feel like when we say one by like Stiller or, or Carrie or Adam Sandler, it's like it implies like ten other great ones. Yeah, because I also do like, like me, myself, and Irene. Yeah, up there so many too. good ones. Uh, Cable guy. I'm just trying to pick one of each for actors. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. What, what was that? Uh, international mystery mystery spy. Oh, Austin Powers. Austin Powers. Hell yeah! But that's like Austin that's Powers like five movies there. So yeah. yeah, or four, whatever it was. Ace Ventura, of course. Yeah. We got the Ace Solid. Ventura. Solid. Um, Funko, Funko up there. Thing right there. Very nice. Great find. Very nice Max. find, Max. Great Very find. good. Another Goodwill find for this the one box. right here. This one right here. Ooh, 10. It's um, tough. It's t- I think you're on five right now. I like. Oh, uh, Caddyshack. Caddyshack's, yep. Oh, okay. I thought you said Shaq. I'm like, that's a person. <laughs> He's not a movie. Na- na- naked Gun. Naked oh, Gun. Oh, funny. Leslie Nielsen. Um, Leslie Nielsen, I believe, started out as a serious actor. Then as he got he? older, he got funny. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I used, like, Night on the Roxbury. Oh, but no. I feel like I watched it again, and it was not as funny as I remember it yeah. being as I was, when I was a kid. Um, Tommy Boy. Dude. Oh. Tommy Boy's definitely, yeah. that's yeah. number one for Tommy me. Tommy Boy's up there, yep. Chris Farley. We need, yeah, we said this before. We need a Tommy Boy poster behind I think, you. Dude, I think we need a full Chris Farley dedicated episode. If you guys would like Absolutely. that, comment below because we love Chris Farley mm-hmm. here. And David Spade, too. Um, phew, I don't know. I think you're on nine right now. I think you're on nine. Two nine. Um, hey, no pressure, man. I had a hard time, too. No pressure. No pressure. Dumb and Dumber. Hey, <laughs> good <a> choice. <laughs> That's, That's a actually a really good segue into what we're going to talk about next. Dumb and Dumber. So, this movie, this was, like we talked about before, this was like Jim Carrey's year, mm-hmm. man. This was the same year as The Mask, same year as Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, and then freaking Dumb and Dumber. That doesn't happen for many people. Like, big actors, or actors I should say, don't, they don't usually get opportunities to be in a movie as great as Dumb and Dumber, let alone three of that quality in the same year like that's so special and i think that's just what elevated jim carrey to like iconic comedy status in the 90s like he became a comedy god because of 1994 i think of it like now like you know what what other actor is like doing that hard and i hate to say like yeah. it's the I only mean, person i can think of and it's not even comedy like i don't like to say it, is like dwayne johnson or tom holland yeah but it's because they're in demand but the quality of the project but this guy was this quality this guy was unknown yeah at the time i mean he was known but he was like yeah. 
he blew up with these yeah. movies. That's what like made his name. I mean, go. he did In Living Color, and he did a couple like you know what was it, The Vampire's Kiss or whatever, yeah. some of those. But like he was, he was much more obscure. Like he could still probably like go to Disneyland and like not be bothered by too many yeah. people. But then after 1994, like he was like a lister, like up. hardcore, hardcore to the 90s, man. To go from like being a player on a sitcom or not a sitcom, but like a sketch comedy show, mm-hmm. to then like 1995 playing the freaking Riddler. Like holy crap, dude! Like <laughs> I love how you just go. <laughs> I mean, it's an honor. It's an honor. <laughs> Think about this though, as an actor. Think of how big an honor it is to be asked to be a villain in a Batman, Batman movie. movie. That's that huge. Bad. Like literally before that, it was freaking like Jack Nicholson as the Joker it's and Michelle true. Pfeiffer as Catwoman. I mean, it's huge. For that, that movie's not that great, but who makes those movies love is the cast. One, the cast and Jim Carrey's like. One I have of the a deep love for Batman I Forever. I know man. you do, and so do you. You got the mug. I do. Come I got my little mug. All right, so let's talk about first memories. We'll kick it off with Max throwing you a softball here, my boy. Your first memory of watching Dumb and Dumber. First memory. I was with my sister on a road trip, and we stopped at a pawn shop and picked up some VHSs for the RV. Nice. And uh, we had this one and Tommy Boy, and we just, you know, kept on watching it and watching it. So good. It's another one of those road trip uh, movies that I just remember so fondly. While they're on a road trip. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's actually very appropriate, too, because both those movies are road trip comedies. Yeah. Tommy Boy had a road trip aspect to it as well. True. true. I think some of the best comedies of all our time road are road trip, trip comedies, movies. because mm-hmm. think about it. You got Dumb and Dumber. You got Tommy Boy. You've Crane got Spines. all the all the vacation movies. Mm-hmm. Literally, all of them are like essentially road trips. And then, yeah, planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, planes, trains, well, that's what I like about road <laughs> trips is yeah. it, you get that aspect of anything can happen. Yeah, you know, and it, I guess that makes it a e- little bit easier to write when you can just have something completely random happen. Totally, and that's just yeah. normal. Mm-hmm. Well, it opens it up for so many situations and so many great things to happen. Um, I'm trying to think of another one. It'll come to me. I'm sure there's like a really obvious one that I'm leaving out. Yeah, there is. I mean, I mean, modern due dates one too, which was totally. It was uh, a rip off of uh, the, ha- the Hangover, was kind really of, kind of the Hangover. Hangover, yeah. Oh, we're the Millers. Oh yeah, we're the Millers. Really good one. Hundred and ten percent. RV. Something and I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> RV. Oh, Wild Hogs. <laughs> of course. <laughs> we can't forget Wild Hogs without a paddle. Hey. Oh, without a paddle. Without yeah. a paddle. Mm-hmm. A lot of good ones. A lot yeah. of good ones. I would say my earliest memory, I actually, I kid you not, I do remember being a really little kid. I want to say like four. Like we're talking real early memory and laying on the floor watching Dumb and Dumber and my mom laughing so hard she started crying. I remember her sitting on the couch and she was holding a pillow and she had like tears of joy cracking up. And my parents to this day still love that movie. So it's like a movie I think that, you know, everyone loved no matter what their age was, you know? Yeah, for me, uh, earliest memory... uh, which sucks because like first time I ever watched this film, I believe it was just on TV, so it okay. was filtered, but it was still so much fun. So funny, yeah. And I loved it. as a kid. I just love this film, and then eventually we got the, uh, the VHS, and then growing up DVD, Blu-ray. Yeah. Now there's gonna be a 4K. No, there isn't. That would be sick. <laughs> there's no. It felt like a long movie, was it? Was it is long. It's uh. I think it's like an hour fifty. No, it's, it's like oh, it's hitting two hours. Well, hour and forty-seven minutes, but I think the unrated is hitting almost two hours. I think it's got an additional like twelve minutes or something. Yeah, like and then originally what there was a dude. They sh- they cut off so much of the film. The this, original cut. Isn't like. 
four was, hours. I heard it was three. I heard it was three hours, but maybe it was more. It might have been more. But I heard it was like crazy. Like we're talking like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Titanic shit. Like yeah. it was like super long. And I want them to release I it. Love I would love it. Release the fairly cut. Just think about it. Like you know how like Back to the Future comes with like every anniversary is more special mm-hmm. features do and more. Do Dumb and Dumber. Comedies don't get that treatment that other iconic sci-fi and dramatic films do. I bet you like. I think they should. I, I bet eventually if something happens, you know, in the future with one of our favorite actors, I don't want to say, you know. Yeah. But they're probably going to start releasing, like, totally. special editions yeah. for these people. Because they always do that. I noticed with Christmas Vacation, they release just a regular standard edition of it, like, every year. Like, you can get it in all these different, like, variety packs or, like, different holiday casing. You know, Christ- I have a Christ- holiday... I have a Funko yeah. version of Christmas Vacation. But my thing is, it's like, there were deleted scenes. Like, there was a scene I saw, I think Minty Comedic Arts talked about it, where they go to buy a Christmas tree, and there's, like, a drunk, like, guy selling Christmas trees, and there's only, like, production stills of that. You I can't remember you see saying the, that, You yeah. can't see the actual, mm-hmm. like cut of it but there's people online that were like oh no i remember mm-hmm. seeing that as a kid on tv so like the footage is out there somewhere it's like it's crazy that it like hasn't been like wrangled up and thrown as an at least as a deleted scene i, I mean, mean didn't you say there's a like a joel schumacher like extended for batman forever yes, as well and it's supposed to be in the vaults at warner brothers and there's actually if you guys want to follow him on instagram there's an account called release the schumacher cut and it's all dedicated to Joel Schumacher's <laughs> masterpiece, <laughs> Batman Forever, forever. Uh, which is obviously going to have to get an episode pretty soon here. Um, but uh, yeah, so there's supposed to be this extended gritty cut um, of Joel Schumacher's Batman that obviously got heavily edited by the studios, but it still exists, mm-hmm. and it's at Warner Brothers. And I guess the closest version you can see online is what was the Red Book Red version, Book, huh? which is supposed to be pretty cool, and it has like more scenes of Bruce Wayne diving deeper into his psyche and running into like the Man Bat that he comes face to face with and stuff like that. And it was supposed to be a much darker, like, heavier PG-13 R-rated movie. Um, but we but got what we got. The studio wanted something more family-friendly. Yes, and it still worked, but it would have been cool to see something a little mm-hmm. more in the vein of Tim Burton's Batman. Yep. You know. Well, I mean, that's what happened. That's why exactly. Michael Keaton didn't join. Exactly. But, anywho, back to Dumb, dumb and dumber. dumber. Um yeah just absolute masterpiece dude and i would like to talk a little bit about how freaking fantastic the soundtrack is in this movie this is a movie that has there's like three off top really, of my head that really are like hard about i know i get i get turned on by the yes. soundtrack but dumb and dumber soundtrack ferris bueller soundtrack and also the collateral soundtrack are brilliant and the lost boy soundtrack mm-hmm. but this one like peter and bobby fairly they have fantastic taste in music you can even see it in like uh kingpin like solid soundtracks like, that's another favorite that's a good one that's a solid one but uh let's let's pull up the soundtrack max and kind of right. look uh, at uh, it i'll just name off a couple of artists here. Yeah. we got crash test dummies on track one mm-hmm. echo belly the primitives gigolo aunts the sons <laughs> the lumpkins the proclaimers you said that uh some of these bands became some of your favorite bands and you learned through the uh through the yeah. soundtrack. Yeah. I would say my favorite off the soundtrack is it, Pete Droge, If You Don't Love Me, I'll Kill Myself. I remember that song just really resonating with me. I was like, it's just so catchy, you know? If you look up this guy's stuff, he is so freaking good. He like barely tours anymore. He just lives up in Oregon, I believe, and once in a while he'll do some shows around like the Pacific Northwest. But um so good, man. If you dive into his like albums and his discography, not a bad song. The dude's so talented, but just like so underrated. He's like I would say he'd be someone who'd be great to collaborate with Brendan Benson. Like he's like that mm. style, that style of like really good like alternative rock, and I would never would have known about him had it not been for this movie. Oh, fun fact! Um, 
the song when they're at the diner it says like two foot of butt crack is all i could see that one was actually um a one-off and the guy who sang it was an actor and i think he was one of the guys who went on to be like law and order or something like that interesting yeah it was christopher maloney i don't know (laughs) i don't know his name i'm not into law and order but he went on to be a pretty successful actor in his own right and like you really can't find much information on the two foot of butt crack song i don't think it's even on the soundtrack but fun little it's in the background okay. fun little fact there well, that's fun but yeah uh the proclaim I mean, like i said i have the vinyl of this too i remember i remember getting it with you i don't was it a zia yeah it was that zia Ooh. i found it yeah sometimes they do some sweet soundtracks but yeah the uh, i almost said the proclaimers the primitives that's uh it's another great band on there um gigolo ants or aunts they never really went on to do anything else but man like butthole surfers oh yeah. another one on there man, is that's a great one Another one on there that's a a real serious one-hit wonder is New Age Girl by Dead Eye Dick. That band only did one album. Like, literally, if you look them up, one album, that was it, one hit, and it's in Dumb and Dumber. So they're, like, the definition of a one-hit wonder. But so good, though. I don't know why more of these bands didn't take off. It's almost kind of like the the curse of Dumb and Dumber, in a way, for the music that was in the movie. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. At least they got some accolades from the film or from the soundtrack, you know? Great soundtrack. Yeah, good stuff. Max, anything you want to throw in on the soundtrack? Mr. Mr. Music over there? Uh, I ain't got much. I just, like, I did enjoy the soundtrack as well. It was um, solid. Barley Brothers, do you think of any other movies they did that you particularly like the soundtrack? There's on? something about Mary. has a solid soundtrack. They're, they're, yeah, just, like, the people singing throughout the whole movie. It was great, yeah. It's... it's and it's like it just ties with the movie perfectly well yeah and i think that's the mark of a really good Mm -hmm. director is having a really good ear for what a proper soundtrack is scorsese's great at this too look at the freaking soundtrack for goodfellas holy crap holy crap one that really got me is austin powers soundtracks oh yeah because they kind of do those crossovers mini me yes yes so good dude um austin powers had a really good song on it it was scott wayland or wyland from stone temple pilots and um this band called big blue missile and i'm trying to remember what the song was on there but it was so good oh time of the season it's yeah. the time of the season so freaking good because they did this like um kind of like grungy version of it that was so freaking good i was like was it daddy wasn't there <laughs> you changed my underwear <laughs> to That's take me to the fair also a classic <laughs> daddy daddy wasn't there to take me to the fair it seems he doesn't care Also a classic. Yeah, I feel like nowadays they just kind of pull out some pop music and yeah, it's yeah. Awesome. yeah it doesn't have the same popular. heart. And also back then, it's like they, I feel like when they do it now, like it feels really forced. It's super but forced. Back then, when they were doing it, there were a lot of unknown bands. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is just a good song because there were so many great songs coming out at that time, especially in the early and mid '90s. That they're like, oh, like just use that song. It sounds fantastic, and like it doesn't matter if it's a super famous artist. And they probably got them really cheap too if they were new bands. If you think of it that way. But can we talk about for a second? Yes. How incredibly sexy Lauren Holly is in this movie. That's her hottie. Though. She's. I would say her, and then also um, the Shay character, the 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 female thug. She's. Oh, yeah. She's pretty hot too. But I would say Lauren Holly takes the cake. Like mm-hmm. she is. Ten out of ten. One I of mean, even the police officer. Yeah. She's cute too. Yeah. And Fred Stoller, hottie, mm-hmm. but uh, the guy in the phone booth. But <laughs> anyway, yeah, she was gorgeous. And fun fact, she and Jim Carrey actually got married after this. 
They were married for yeah, a bit. Yeah, for two years. Yeah, props mm-hmm. to Jim. I think he deserves a round of applause. But yeah, I don't know what she looks like these days, but back in 1994. Like now. Okay, got a little work done. Got a little work done. So pretty. Yeah, but man, 1994 Lauren Holly, holy cow. And that red hair, too. Oof. Big fan. <laughs> that that picture of Jim is. Uh, I know. That's a good one. He's in love. That's a good one. It's a special feeling. And Jeff K. Give when you to Jeff. When were you do anything to Boner? That's a special <laughs> feeling, Lloyd. We got no food. We got no jobs. Our pets' heads, heads are falling off. off. All right, now just calm down. So I want to go someplace where I know somebody who can plug us into the social pipeline. I'm talking about a place where the beer flows like wine. A place where beautiful women stinkily flock like the salmon of Capistrano. I'm talking about a little place called Aspen. I don't know, Lloyd. The French are assholes. <laughs> Someplace warm. A place where the beer flows like wine. Where beautiful women instinctively flock like the salmon of Capistrano. I'm talking about a little place called Aspen. I don't know, Lloyd. The French are assholes. So good. So good. Thanks for the monologue. You're welcome. You're welcome. <coughs> but what's some of your favorite quotes from the movie? Uh... Well, that one, and there's the, <laughs> <laughs> the the random just like the randomness of Jim of just like even like the Seven Eleven. It's the Seven Eleven. Hey guys, oh big golf, huh? All right. Well, see you later. That yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> we landed on the moon. We landed on the moon. Um, I like so when good. the I think it's something to cut though. It's when they're in the hot tub as well oh yeah <laughs> he's so like, good just with harry he's like ah, i would have would have split you apart real <laughs> <Yeah>. good <laughs> so good we gotta give it up to jeff daniels too yeah. like for being i feel like jeff daniels aside from this i don't think of him as a comedic actor like no. he's, he's more of like he does more drama mm-hmm. and he's more of like a seasoned like professional actor not saying that jim carrey isn't but like before this he did like purple rose of cairo and like after this he did like fly away home and movies like that you don't think of him as being like hardcore comedy but he he's so funny like he's so funny in this the diarrhea scene my god the turbo oh lax scene oh my gosh so good trying to remember the story but it was either harrison ford or clint eastwood went up to him i think it was clint eastwood went up to him and said hey that scene in dumb and dumber that happened to me the to- <laughs> he was I, I was on a date oh, i had to run to the bathroom and i was just like that's so crazy correct me if i'm wrong i think it was clint eastwood came up to him and said that has anyone ever been in a situation like that with on a date where you oh, had the shit really bad on a date having the shits well i've had many a shits in my day as I think we all have, but I think I might be I might be numero uno yeah, in that department. That I'm bit. more prone to that with the sensitive tum tum. But uh, being on a date, having the runs, um, I don't I can't think of any off the top of my head. I've been pretty fortunate. Do you have a Do you have a story? No, I'm just no? I'm just really curious. Yeah, um, boy, let me think. No, I I've, I've been I've been pretty lucky. I usually eat light mm-hmm. before a first date. But Max, how about how about you? 
I want to hear about your bowel movements, man. I have a road trip one where I was like, uh, I was two blocks away from home and I've been holding it for like, I don't know, 500 miles or something. Oh, of course. And uh, the last stop before home, I was just like, gotta stop, gotta stop. We're not going to make it. Went to a Fuddruckers, of course. Oh, yeah. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure the bathroom is already wrecked at a Fuddruckers. Yeah. Let's just say uh, barely made it. Wow. It was a photo finish. Photo finish. We've definitely had, I can't think of a specific one with a date, but I think we've all had the photo finishes where you like run into like a freaking like convenience store bathroom. Oh, and yeah, you're like, we've all been does there. this need a freaking key? Give me the key. Like, <laughs> run and shit your brains out. Hope it makes it in the toilet. Yeah, we've all been there. But yeah, potty humor is always a hit. And I think Kick this his is, ass, sea bass. This is the epitome. Yeah. yeah. Is, if that guy over that table, there's sea bass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said he's going to pay her tab. Put on his tab. <laughs> so what happened? The guy uh, ran out of his tab and got away scot free? <laughs> no. They caught up with him a half mile down the road and slit his throat. It was a good one. <laughs> when you get a chance, pull over. I got to pee. <laughs> crazy right now (laughs) (laughs) so good so you can't start once you've stopped i know it's an addiction never been spoken it's an addiction um yeah if i'm ever with a girl and she doesn't like dumb and dumber we got a serious problem we got a serious problem you have to test you know i think that's a deal breaker that one and tenacious d yeah tenacious d i might be a little more lax on that but Mm. dumb and dumber is like the hey man you gotta like you gotta watch this right now and love it or we're done (laughs) i'm out of here uh, do you want to do um, some fun facts? Fun facts first? I can do some yeah. fun facts. Let's do it. Oh, let me Let's do it. <sighs> did Jim Carrey really have a chipped tooth that he removed for this? I think he did. Uh, there is, I think there's a fact with this. Because there was a, a few points where it looked like it was drawn, and there's other times where I thought he actually had like removed it for the movie. So let's find out. Okay. Do you want me to start the fun facts? I would love I you to kick off the fun, the fun facts. facts. I like you reading me fun fact bedtime stories. <sighs> All right. Fun facts. Some interesting names were considered for this film. Imagine Gary Oldman and Nicolas Cage, our favorite person in the world, and Lloyd Christmas and Harry Dunn. Uh, now, you might be wondering why we are throwing out these insane ideas. In fact, though, Oldman and Cage were the Fairley's original choices for those roles. Obviously, that didn't happen. Other names considered for the movie include Steve Martin, Martin Short, Chris Elliott, and Rob Lowe. Whoa! Rob Lowe, man. Actor, uh, actor, Lauren Holly was married to Jim Carrey from 1996 to 1997, but we already covered that. Uh, the Fairleys didn't know who Jim Carrey was. The year 1994, as we said, was absolutely massive for Carrey. It's the year that turned him into a star. He had Dumb and Dumber, The Mask, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, all in the same year, like we said. What a banger of a year. Uh, however, when the Fairleys were starting work on their film, they didn't know who Carrie was. Then they saw him in Ace Ventura and realized he was perfect for the film. And also, if we can pause it for a second, what's crazy about that is he was going to get just like a pretty minimal salary. It was like, oh my god. What? <laughs> shit! <laughs> what? Max! Shit! <laughs> Episodes ruined. <laughs> Episodes <laughs> ruined. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Hello, welcome to another episode of uh, Expectations. <laughs> All right, run it back, guys. Fuck. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. So, um, what was crazy was he was supposed to get a really small salary in the movie. It was like, for for an actor in a movie like this, it was supposed to be like 100K or something like that. And then he ended up getting like quite a few million dollars because yeah. his salary really hiked up. Mm-hmm. Um, um, 
Yeah, we'll actually oh, get into let's, that. Let's read this quote right here. <laughs> uh, so, Carrie turned his success into a big payday. When Carrie began the process of signing for Dumb and Dumber, he wasn't a star yet. Then, as we said, Ace Ventura happened. Knowing where he stood, Carrie decided to negotiate off the strength of his rising star. Carrie got a new deal worth seven, seven million dollars, a considerable payday at the time. That's fucking huge. That's absolutely amazing. Oh, yeah. That's like... Huge. Oh yeah, that's like Bruce Willis in Die Hard. He went from moonlighting that show to making like pretty good salary to Die Hard, where he was making I think four or five million in like 1988 for that movie, and he became the highest paid action star just with that. Yeah, yeah, which is amazing. So, how much did he make for Ace Ventura? <laughs> so Ace Ventura was first, then this, and then the mask. <laughs> <laughs> I breathed in my spit um, a lot. I don't know. <laughs> He may, I don't know. Not as much as this. That's just interesting, though. Like, it's, yeah. so I'm, that's what I'm assuming. It was Ace Ventura, this, then the mask, or was it Ace I think Ventura, that's mask, how it was. But I think mask was already in the can. That I think it was sense. already in the can, yeah. He got seven million for Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, but I think for Ace, Ace Ventura, Ventura, it was, like, not that much. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was still <laughs> significant, but it was, like, still kind of an indie comedy, you know. Continue. I will. Okay. Uh, Jeff Daniel was an unexpected choice. Daniel seemed perfect in the role of Harry, but not everybody agreed at the time. Uh, Cage was actually still in the line to play Harry when Whoa. Carrie signed on, but he dumped after trying to get two million raise. The Fairleys and Carrie wanted Daniels, but New Line was worried he couldn't do comedy and was only dramatic actor. Even Daniel's agent said it would kill his career, and yet Daniel signed on. That's wow. funny. It all comes full circle. That's you know? amazing. Now, this is probably somewhere in the fun facts, but I'm just going to say it anyway. Um, the guy who is the kidnapper who kidnaps Mary Swanson he actually auditioned to play Jeff Daniels' role. And they actually look kind of similar, those guys. The guy who's, like, the kidnapper. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can I get a vegetarian meal? You know that guy. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, he almost got the role, but instead he got the role of the villain because I guess he wasn't well-known enough. Dude, I'm glad what we got. Dude, like, I'm, I'm so, so happy. happy. And actually what's crazy is you guys know this is, like, my favorite – well, the, the recasting is my favorite segment. It's, like, the favorite part of the episode – I completely forgot to do it until I got here because this movie's so perfect to me. Like, mm -hmm. I couldn't even consider an alternate cast. So he did it last minute. I did it last <laughs> minute, and I but think I think we'll be happy. I with think it. you're still gonna like it. Look at me, shit, James. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Um, yeah, here we go. Daniel was also a bit cheaper. If you are wondering where that money for Carrie came from, look at the salary Daniels took in. He was paid a mere fifty thousand dollars for playing Harry. Dude. Now this is way less than attempt wow. to insult Daniels. Instead of an attempt from the producers to get Daniels to turn down such a low ball offer, it didn't work. That is insane. That's like freaking um, Jonah Hill in Wolf of Wall Street. He got like fifty thousand dollars for it, and DiCaprio got like nine million. I'm really surprised. Like he wasn't gonna do it and then even for that low ball of like yeah man he just really wanted to be i mean it. he probably just like saw ace ventura he's like oh this guy's funny i want to work yeah. with him fun fact also this is harrison ford's favorite film still <laughs> yeah as far as i know yeah look it's it his only film in his library that he likes <laughs> and then his favorite film of his own is mosquito coast yes very yeah hey, watch the old episode yeah we, go uh, back hit that's, on that. that's like yeah. our favorite it's one of our favorite yeah. movies that we've big done big fan big yeah. fan if you haven't seen it the mosquito coast or the episode go watch both really yeah, good absolutely actually no watch mosquito f coast first yes and, and then, then watch, watch the episode. episode and then watch some porn <laughs> 
Um, a famous hockey player has a role. Cam Neely tallied 694 points in 726 games in the NHL, most of them with the Boston Bruins. The tenacious forward had two 50-goal seasons and even made it into the Hockey Hall of Fame. As natives of the Northeast, the Fairleys were Bruins fans and gave Neely the role of Seabass in their debut film. I had no idea Seabass was a hockey player. I didn't know that either. Really cool. It makes sense. That mm-hmm. is amazing. And he's so he did hul- hulking. He, and like, he did great. He it. did really good. <laughs> I had no idea he was a pro hockey player. Emmett probably knows that because Emmett's a huge hockey fan, but I did not know that. I did not know that. <laughs> That's cool. That's a fun fact. Carrie undid some dental work for the film. Carrie Bowlcut as Lloyd definitely stands out, but Lloyd also had a chipped tooth. That's Carrie's actual tooth as a kid. He chipped it in a fight and had it capped to play Lloyd. And then he took it, the cap off. That is badass. So yeah, you were right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty bad. It does seem like there's some scenes where it looks like there's marker on his on his tooth. There's I like, bet there was. I mean, we go back. Uh, well, he probably had a he probably has a cap for it that he can remove. I mean, that uh, for their like production shoots or to advertise the film, you can see like him and um, Harry in the mm-hmm. picture, and he has the, his teeth are perfectly intact. Interesting. Yeah, it's almost like those really early publicity promo shots of uh, Star Wars: A New Hope. And like Luke's hair is a little bit shorter, mm-hmm. and like you can, or Harrison Ford's too. You can just kind of tell it looks like they're not quite in the role yet, like in the in the final film. And I like seeing that, and you can kind of see that with some of the promo shots for this too. Like their hair looks a little bit shorter; they look a little more put together than the actual characters. But I like that. I like catching that stuff. Uh, the hotel in the film is a famous one. Harry and Lloyd stay at the Danbury Hotel in Aspen, Aspen, Colorado. In reality, those scenes were shot at the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, Colorado. Oh, I knew it looked familiar. That hotel is notable because it inspired the Overlook Hotel in Stanley Kubrick's The Shining and was actually used in the filming of The Shining miniseries. Do you guys ever watch The Shining miniseries? I have not, but I know Steven Weber, or Steve, Steven Weber from Wings. He's like Jack Torrance in that. It's supposed to be like decent. it's it's not bad. It is actual representation of like Stephen King's. That's cool. So they like you have more of Danny being psychic. Doesn't he have a mallet instead of an axe? I don't remember that much of it. I just remember there was more Danny using his abilities. Okay. Instead of like you know what we got, yeah. which I still of course Jack Nichols and yeah. Stanley Kubrick's The Shining's yeah. way better film than the miniseries. Dude, The Shining. Oh man, when it gets a little closer to Halloween, I think we need a Shining episode. Oh, the Shining. It doesn't even have to be Halloween. I can watch that movie anytime. That's it's, true. it's interesting how over the last few years that has become one of our favorite films. Like we've always enjoyed it. It's always been up there, but like now I think it's, it's like w- it's way up there now. It's like more of an obsession when we watch it now. It's, it's so like, unsettling. The first time I watched it, I I had to turn it off. Really? Yeah, the I first time I, I watched watch it, it yeah. all the way through. Mm-hmm. Really? That's interesting. I was younger. I mean, it was, it it's, scared the hell out of me. It's one of those when I watch it now, I feel like there's always something fresh that I haven't noticed mm-hmm. before. Kind of like with Dumb and Dumber, but in a whole different way. Like It's like it's a movie you want to go back and analyze, and one of the last times I watched it, not the last time, but the time before, was when it came back to theaters, and I was like, dude, it was almost like seeing it for the first time. It was so cool. But, sorry. Continue. No, that's... I'm listening. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's cool. It's, it's we cool. love that yeah. film. <laughs> I love your shining shoes, by the way. Oh, yes. I do have shining shoes. They're very cool. They're I'm very not cool. wearing them at the moment. He's not wearing any pants either. So. Um, you weren't supposed to. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Uh, the Fairleys paid homage to their hometown as well. Rhode Island is the smallest state in the country in terms of land area, but it gets away from more love than you and anticipate in the comedy, thanks to a few of its native sons. We're not talking about Seth MacFarlane today, but the Fairley grew up in Rhode Island as well. As such, they decided to make Harry and Lloyd from Providence and even shot on location in their home state's capital. Pro- 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 which, Providence. I-, I drove to the airport. Which they do a lot. Um, me, myself, Irene is also in Rhode Island as well. That's pretty cool. I would love to go to Rhode Island someday. Max, have you been to Rhode Island? 
I have not been to Rhode Island. I know Dave's from there. You will be. <laughs> I, I love it when he's, when, when he's driving the limo and he's like, oh, going to the airport? Find <laughs> somewhere? Like, <laughs> give it away. <laughs> well, I saw the bag and the airline tickets, and I put two and two together. <laughs> Flying somewhere? How'd you guess? Uh, I saw your luggage. And when I noticed the airline ticket, I put two and two together. You know, Mary, there's really nothing to worry about. You know, statistically, you're more likely to die on the way to the airport, like in a fiery crash or a head-on collision or Lord, getting trapped under a gas truck. That's the worst. Lord, I have a cousin. Well, I had this cousin. Can you pay attention to the road? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Good thinking. Can never be too careful. A lot of bad drivers out there. There's really nothing to worry about, Mary. Statistically, they say you're more likely to get killed on the way to the airport. Uh, you know, like uh, in a head-on crash or flying off a cliff or... Getting trapped under a gas truck, that's the worst. I have this cousin. Well, I have this cousin. Lloyd, could you keep your eyes on the road, please? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good thinking. Can't be too careful. A lot of bad drivers out there. Beck <laughs> mixed a spot. I'm sorry. Beck nixed a spot on the soundtrack. Did he nix it or did he mix it? Nix? Did he cut it or did he actually mix it? Let's say mixed. Mm -hmm. Beck mixed a spot on the soundtrack Dumb and Dumber. Actually had a fairly successful soundtrack, including the single New Age Girl by Dead Eye Dick that reached number 27 on the charts. Those one-hit wonders I was talking about. One song you won't find on the soundtrack, that would be Loser by Beck. Okay, so it was nixed. However, he declined after being told the title of the film. Wow. I feel like he missed an opportunity there. Even though the song became a freaking anthem, it still is. I feel like he it would have fit in there nicely. I think it would have. Yeah, but he didn't know it would be a success. You know, He probably thought it was going to be some... You know, one and done, straight to video thing. Yeah, Dumb and Dumber. Is Dumb and Dumber, <laughs> yeah. It's a great title. It's a good one. Dumb and Dumber was a big box office smash. The Fairleys were new filmmakers, but Carrie had already become a superstar by the time Dumb and Dumber came out. Uh, right before Christmas 1994, it was the third big comedy of the year after all. Dumb and Dumber opened as the number one film in the box office and ended up making almost $250 million Damn. worldwide on a wow. budget of $17 million. That's $7 million is what Carrie was paid for. That's wow. insane. That I did amazing. not realize how much they made. That is amazing. So it was really it was really a ten million dollar budget film and seven million went to Jim Carrey because they had insured star power. Mm -hmm. Or yeah. That makes sense, right? You know what I'm saying? So like it was almost like had they had an unknown in there it might not have done as well, but they knew Jim Carrey was like hot. He was on fire. He was on fire. That Jim Carrey's so hot right now. <laughs> Smoke it. Hansel that Hansel's so hot. Funny, I'm I like that you mentioned that. Zoolander is ten. Zoolander is a 10 out yeah. of 10, dude. Oh, it's that's my 10 on my list. No. No. What was my it's 10? mine. No, I'm kidding. I'm just giving you shit. No, it's... Dude, so good. It is your 10. It you is your 10. You can have it, too. We can share. We can have dual custody of Hansel. Hansel. Critics <laughs> didn't love it, though. So, Dumb and Dumber is a beloved comedy to many, but let's face it, it's a crass, gross-out film. Just think about Daniels in the bathroom. Great scene. This sort of movie is not everybody's cup of tea, and that included many critics. The film has a 68% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. What a bunch of fucking idiots. Uh, and some critics had the movie on their year-end lists, but the worst films of 1994. Roger Ebert gave it two stars. Wow, was what, what a moron. But praised Carrie as a true original. Okay, we'll give him that. Um, the critics, that's always how it goes with yeah. comedies. They, they always... I don't know what it is about a critic, a film critic that they can't appreciate a solid comedy. I'm sure there's some out there now because it's, you know, the market's so oversaturated with critics. But um, I feel like those guys, especially back in the day, they had a real hard time, like, relaxing and enjoying a comedy. It's like everything, whatever... Everything always has to be like Schindler's List, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Which is also a very good comedy. Oh, the best, man. 
I love the way you criticize the critics. The critics, they, 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 you know what? If they dish it out, they should be able to take it too. You know, it's whatever they like. That's how I feel with them. Like it's whatever like person, yeah. like they personally like. Well, they're it's not their job to give a personal opinion. No, but they're, you have to think of the audience. Fuck them. I feel like we're, we 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 uh, always think of what yeah. the audience is gonna like. I feel like those guys, especially, they had a hard time praising comedies, and I don't know what it was. It was it seemed like a thing back mm-hmm. then. But um, I mean, go back to okay. Sorry, go back to Sonic. Yeah. Yeah, we can say like this is a perfect film for your family. Totally, not a perfect film for myself. Exactly, but it's a perfect exactly. film for your family. That was like uh, freaking um, Phantom of the Opera. I'm not a fan of musicals. I think they're cheesy and lame. And looking at it, like not a movie I'd go back and watch ever again. I was like, this is kind of a stupid movie. I didn't get to go see it. But I'm sorry, but it's a Joel Schumacher film. Is it? Isn't that crazy? Is it? It's a Joel Schumacher movie. One of his last ones, and. Mm looking at it visually there was a lot of compliments i could give it and also my thing was if you like musicals it would be like a five out of five you would love it but i just personally am not a fan of musicals like that that are like operatic it's just not my thing believe it or not um but i see how like girls that are into that kind of stuff would absolutely love it and i get why it was such a success and and boys and boys yeah why it was such a success on broadway i get that but just for me personally i was like hey two and a half out of five not for me but that being said, as a movie, was it successful? Yeah, totally. Did it have beautiful cinematography? Yeah. Like That's I, just like I get your it. opinion, man. It's just like your opinion. Oh, man. Big Lebowski's on my top Big ten too. Oh man. We should you know what we should compile? We should compile our top one hundred list. All of us, and then we should make it available to you guys. We, maybe we could do a special video for it where we read off our top one hundred and then we discuss like some of the highlights. Like that would be a sweet video. Like that would be so cool. And then we could like have the list posted somewhere for the audience. Now would it be a collective top one hundred or our personal own? Top I think 100? I think three hundred titles and then like a title each. Sure. Obviously, we couldn't talk about all of them, but like maybe just some of the highlights. Like maybe we discuss the ones in our top like twenty for each of us, and like, maybe it could be a two-parter. Like we could like m- do it down the line, maybe in the summer. But I think that would be really cool, and then have the list available for you guys if you wanted it. You know? Yeah, there's a lot of movies I recommend to my friends, and that actually is a really brilliant idea. It'd be fun. Yeah, it could be our. our NOX Top 100. Mm-hmm. I have uh, someone that I know that has never seen the Terminator series. So that's crazy. That's of the Top 100, that's so crazy. watch it. You know who, I'll, who I'm talking to. You know who you are. Trust me. John Connor. I John can't believe you haven't seen that movie. I can't believe it. Come with me if you want to live. Mm-hmm. So good. Oh, yeah. yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> it's, it's not Terminator. It's just yeah. Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I not a tumor. I learned sort of a life hack the other day. What? what you learn? Yeah. How to get a girl to ask you on a date every time. How? You ask her, what's your favorite movie? And then whatever she says, you say, oh, I haven't seen that. Wow. And then she'll right away, oh, we got to see this together. We got to watch this. Wow. Works every time. Where does the sex begin? <laughs> <laughs> Not during the movie. That That's pisses uh, me off. All right. I got to take notes. That's all that been. Perfect. Been Wait till after the movie. Take, gotta get the sex. Gotta now. take notes. Um, where yeah. were we? <laughs> where were we? Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is actually really cool. I, w- I want you to read this. You want me to read this? Or actually, yeah, you read it. You read okay. It. There was a cartoon that you may have forgotten about, Dumb and Dumber. is a rather raunchy comedy, so naturally yeah. they turned it into a Saturday morning cartoon They for did children. that back then. They did. It's it. true. In Batman 1995, Anna Barbara produced a Dumb and Dumber cartoon for ABC, and it was written by Yellen. Daniels and Carrie did not voice Harry and Lloyd, and also the duo hung out with a purple beaver named Kitty. It uh, only lasted one season. I would love to see a clip of this. Max, can we yeah, can find we a, find clip a clip of the Dumb and Dumber cartoon? They also made a uh, 
Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure cartoon. They did too. And Mask as well, and our Jim Carrey. Wow. They were just going mm-hmm. off the rails with Saturday morning cartoons, weren't they? That's funny, man. Oh, dude. This is so good. Let's make them. Look at this. Oh, they're cavemen. You think we'll get copyright flag if we listen? Uh, I got it up anyway, so you can always cut it out. Perfect. It looks fu- It kind of looks like the same illi- or animation as uh, Ren and Stimpy. It does have that. Like it has that same look, like the no- the big like dick noses and the chins, like I the think butt chins. What's What's cool about it, it was written by one of the original writers, though. I would love to. I didn't know this existed. I would love to watch this. The one whole season. One season, dude. Same with Back to the Future. Back to the Future had a cartoon as well. One season. It's insane. I feel like they, they just tried they, it. Well, yeah, I just like really they weren't appreciated back then, but now, no. of course now, you know. Oh yeah, I would love to watch this. Also, uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Remember they did one season as well. Yeah, that that was, that was not that good. Was yeah, good. They well, it's funny is this is like marketed to kids, but at the same time, hey, it doesn't even make sense. Their original. Oh, there it is, a little beaver looking thing. I love it though. I love that that actually exists out there. It's so cool. How are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Everything all right? I'm just trying to think when we're doing the additional scenes, you want to be able to hear it, right? That would be nice. Yeah. Perfect. Grab those headphones from over there. Oh my god, give me some slack. Come me some slack here, buddy. Cool. We're doing something different, guys. While this is happening, I'll read a fact. Um, if you guys want to listen to it as well, you can. Yeah, we're listening. Cool. Carrie you want me to bring him over? knew how to be annoying. It probably was unsurprising that Carrie did some improvisation <laughs> on the movie. Perhaps the best example of this is when Lloyd unleashes the most annoying sound in the world. Kudos to, <laughs> Kudos to Ben for reacting at the moment and then improvising with him. Uh, turns out he can do comedy. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> That's when Jeff Daniels sorry. knew that Carrie was funny. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Teasing. Uh, the Fairleys paid homage to their love of classic slapstick comedy. Peter and Bobby would go on to direct Three Stooges film, which I've still never seen, believe it or not. Oh, it's And that's it's no a surprise. Treat. It's a treat. Harry and Lloyd are named after silent film comedian Harry Harold Lloyd and there's a bit in the diner that is an homage to the Three Stooges as well. That's pretty nice. I like that. You ever seen Three Stooges? I have not seen Three Stooges. Originally, it was supposed to be Jim Carrey as uh, Curly. The I would love that. I think, right? That wouldn't have made any sense. He would have been a better, like, You know, like, gang weight or anything. Yeah. Um, or Larry. No, it, was it, was, it wasn't that great for the Fairley Brothers. It was a... But it has Sasso in it. I, I liked it. It has Larry Sasso. David in it, too. Really? He plays a nun. He's... Wow, it's it's funny. It's it's stupid. It's like Dumb and Dumber uh, too, really, but not as bad. I would say like there's still okay. some laughable moments in it, how stupid it is. So it's worth watching. It's worth watching, and it's worth alcohol intended probably. Okay, it's one of those kind of drink. I mean, <laughs> drinks. It's one of those kind of drinks. I'm thinking about booze right now. James is gonna get litty. Uh, this James is gonna get litty like it's vodka. Time. It's actually pure vodka. Mm-hmm. All right. So how do we want to do this? We just want to listen on the headphones. I guess only one of you can listen at a time. Oh, fuck. Do you want <laughs> me to pull up on my phone and play it at the same time as we watch it? That's no, it's fine. Oh. Okay, perfect. Will the, will the audience be able to hear? Yeah. Okay, oh. perfect. That's the most important thing, the audience. Oh, it's going to be loud. We're going to listen to... Is it going to be loud? 
It's a little loud, yeah. I'm okay. It is loud, but I'm okay. I'll turn yours. I, I ain't a baby. I'm a baby. Mm. The big old bald baby. Hey, be nice. <laughs> Don't make me fuck you in the ass. Is that better? <laughs> is that better? <laughs> yeah, it sounds good. Do it. Oh, okay. Don't tease me with a good time. All right, we got some deleted scenes, additional scenes. Let's see. Let's see what we got in the vault. All right, let's do it. Oh, I actually remember you sending me this exact video. Yeah, I, I forgot about this. Actually, Max, I'm sorry. Now, now, could you turn it up a little bit? Better? Good. I see why they cut this. He did look a lot like Jeff Daniels. Like there, especially. Yeah, he does right there. I wonder if they're related. <laughs> He's got a gun! I'm kind of glad that they removed it. I this. see why they cut it. At least they were trying, though. They were trying yeah. different things. It looks very... I mean, it seems like something I want to do. Like, if it's a student film. Like, yeah. Let's just try this out. Let's see if it's funny. Let's see if it works. Well, it's probably better with movies like this to have... Too so much than that. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you want to. Because this is a long one. Do you want to fast forward to some of the ending scenes? Because I think those were some of the funniest, where they're like at the ski resort mm. and they're like, for a little extra work, <laughs> I could set you up with a room. You'll see. Yeah, give me a second. There was actually a lot more of that butler, the butler that was there that they like passed money off to and everything. Like, he had a pretty big. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. He had a pretty big role, and then they ended up cutting it down to like just a minim minimal little this is interesting i this is new i'm actually really liking that we're doing this now this i feel cool, like yeah. we are commentating we are commentating like a, yeah very like bonus features here there you go can you hear it i can hear it yeah you can turn up time um, a bit more i can barely hear it there we go my biggest thing is as long as the folks at home can hear it yeah that's all i care about pure that's better yep i mean we killed one of their birds She was a cutie. Dude, I have that exact statue. Really? I have it, but it's bronze. Wow. I have the exact same one. That's quite the southwestern cowboy statue. Yep, my um, my uh, great-grandpa was a big Best. fan in cowboy movies. So. Right to their the investors got our money. What else could they want? Would you use your brain for something other than a tuning fork? Put that shit away, man. You're making me sick. Whoever edited this movie was brilliant. God damn it, Bobby's Wait, making a break it? for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Bobby's making a break for it. I'm glad they cut the Bobby part. That looks. Did you ever try that again, Mr. Houdini? Yeah, I'll be patching up your asshole with my butt! It's kind of funny. It's stupid, but it's funny. This is like something from Dumb and Dumber 2. It feels like something from Dumb and Dumber 2. Did you guys catch that though where it was like crawling across Ooh, the ice get his outside doing time. in the background? No. Yeah, it was like the crate was going across the ice <laughs> in the background. <laughs> I see why that was cut. Alright, let's see this. Hey, 
where they tell you here. <laughs> the, the guy at that restaurant gave you all that ketchup? Yeah. He said we could have all we want, as long as we don't hang around. <laughs> well, the <laughs> soup song. <laughs> oh. Tomato okay. soup. What's the soup de jour? It's the soup of the day. <clears throat> I feel like this could have made it. I think so. It's just water ah. and ketchup. Uh, everything tastes better when you're really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you you got you you got something stuck in your in your front teeth. I do. <laughs> Where? Right, right in the in the in the Here? front. Oh, right in the. This almost seems yeah, improvised. Right. It does. It feels very improvised. How embarrassing. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Hmm. Looks like an old piece of beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> Wanna split it? <laughs> That'd be gross. <laughs> that was funny. That was great. That one should have been in the extended cut, I think. Look, man. <clears throat> what? what? I'm Dion Warwick on the Psychic Friends Network. <laughs> I believe in this. It has helped me. <laughs> Who's Dion Warwick? <laughs> Road trip vibes. Oh yeah. I'm gonna go in the back, get something to drink. Why don't you take the wheel? Oh. Really? Yeah, take the wheel. Okay. Yeah, take the gas. Put on the gas. Okay. Got the gas. I'll be right back. Okay. What are you doing? About 50? Yeah. What this is going to sound like. <laughs> this is cool. Yeah, he's, it, it almost sounds, sounds like he was like testing there. out a voice. Yeah. Where is it? It's back in the thingy under that thingamajig. Yeah, he sounds a little more like Liar Liar, liar Jim Carrey mm -hmm. right there. Okay, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shagging wagon. Chick dig it. <laughs> Lily, he was trying not to laugh there. This thing's really sale. I'm gonna do it. Oh, I'm nice. I'm fat. You rolled down the window. We should man. make this a thing more. We should do more deleted scenes. I like this. I like this. It's fun. It's like a bug, man. New segment, guys. New segment alert. It's like a fish fly. You ever have flip? Fish flies? Ever no see those fish flies, man? You just walk around and they crunch under your toes and stuff. It's really fish cool. Flies? Yeah. I like to go out barefoot. I've seen. He's just ripping. You can tell he's just yeah, ripping. Yeah. I like to go out barefoot. Liar. The dead fish. Have you ever eaten a dead fish? <clears throat> I feel like I mean, the fairies right were just now, like, hey, buddy. we're just gonna roll for ten minutes, guys. Just try whatever, you know. I see what you're doing. He's doing something. There you go. <laughs> oh, he oh God. Him. It's true, Lloyd. You know, last night, I thought I must have been dreaming. <laughs> it's no dream here. We <laughs> finally cracked the big time. 
Yeah, and it was so simple too. All it took was somebody else's money. <laughs> I owe you. I like this. I like this scene. I think you might have gone a little overboard. That's where we learn he gets that outfit. Oh, I like that. What's the big deal? We're gonna pay it all back anyway, right? <laughs> Just the fact that That's he's true. burning it. Yeah, it's awesome. It's a simple joke. <laughs> Where'd this come from? <laughs> I bought it. For what? I like the feel of it against my skin. You know, when a woman's wearing it. <laughs> Harry, how many women do you know that wear a size XXL? <laughs> oh, okay, just leave me alone, Lloyd, all right? I'm rich now. I'm allowed a few eccentricities. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> if they would have kept that in the final movie, that would be a quote we would say all the time. Parlez-vous, I brought you your newspaper and some champagne, sir. See, he had a bigger role. Unfortunately, we didn't seem to have the um, label you requested. All out of Boone's Farm, huh? <laughs> you have a rapier wit, sir. <laughs> I took the liberty of bringing a comparable substitute, Dom Perignon. Well, I guess that'll have to do. Money's on the table. Go ahead and help yourself. <laughs> oh! I seem to have picked up two. Is that all right? Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. One other thing, Barney. Uh, why don't you just cut the sir crap, okay? I mean, let's face it. We're all from the same mold here. We just happen to have a little <laughs> bit more dough than you do right now. <laughs> Get out of here, piggy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they kept move this. it, move it, move it, move it, move it. This would have been good in the extended cut. Mm -hmm. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best scene so far. <laughs> oh, the timing, dude. <laughs> the night we've been waiting for our whole life. <laughs> got a brand new world to explore. Oh, We're gonna no, seize the day. Start using Take this more. town by the tail and swing it around until it begs for mercy or snaps off and slams into a wall. <laughs> that looked real. Yeah, that was, was good. <coughs> We're gonna go out there and make history, pal. This is gonna be the greatest night of our lives. That was very scary. That was great. There's a special two-hour cops on tonight. Really? <laughs> Oh, okay. We'll stay in. But tomorrow night, seize the day. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the opener? That seems to grab two. Next time he only gets a hundred. Yeah, I definitely see. Like, they let it run a little too long. Mm -hmm. I think if they would have cut it at the piece of piece shit, shit part, it would have been perfect. It would have been perfect, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm, beautiful. That was great. Don't you get it, Lloyd? I've got a dead guy Last pissed one. at me. His restless spirit will probably haunt me for the rest of my life. 
maybe he'll turn into a demon and enter one of our bodies. Your mother sucks jalapenos in hell! That's very cable guy. After Joe dies from the jalapeno, <laughs> oh, yeah. or the fu- or the whatever the pepper, it was. whatever pepper it was, yeah. atomic pepper. <laughs> That's what it was. Beautiful, dude. That was so funny, so good. I think the only one that was really worthy. Oh, taking the headphones off. Ooh, coming out of the <laughs> aquarium there. Coming out of the fishbowl. Um, are we all good on audio, Max? Yeah. On this? Yeah. Sweet. Uh, I think the only one that was worthy was the piece of shit scene. <laughs> yeah, that was the only one that was totally worthy. Do you agree? Piece of shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. The ones you can tell they're kind of riffing, but I, yeah. that's probably how they got the good, s- the good uh, takes. I like that though. Yeah, I heard riffing. Some of the best stuff comes out of improv. Yeah, like they got the script there, which is good, and there's probably some golden nuggets in there, and it keeps everyone, you know, in line with the story. But improv is like so important, with especially with when you have a big talent yeah. like Jim Carrey. Yeah, with funny actors, it's like I feel like it's it would be stupid not to. There's probably so many jokes that we would have missed out on if he wouldn't have been able to riff, you know? Yeah. Wait, did you do the alternate casting? We did not yet. Not yet. You want to switch over to Uh, alternate casting? Or do you want to do a couple more facts? I'm cool with it. No, there's only like two facts. We're at an hour. Perfect. You want to... Yeah, let's do alternate casting. Let's do alternate casting. And then close it out. Perfect. All right. um, I'm going to start. Please. Sir. Good. I always do... Good choice. I always do uh, like the main people last. Okay. So let's start with let's do the thugs. The character JP Shay, which was the, the yeah the female, uh, Feruza Balk. Huge fan. Why? I, I would marry that woman circa 1999. She, she was just such remind a me of her a little bit. I think yeah. she was a little young, ish, but um, just picture yeah. Waterboy era. Exactly. So she would have been great. And, and then really for good. her. Uh, partner, the guy who died from the peppers, Joe Mental Medellino. I did Chris Penn, oh. who was in Corky Romano, Footloose, and Reservoir Dogs. Who was he in Reservoir Dogs? Um, he was just one of like the guy who dressed up nice and everything. I gotta look him up. Yeah, uh, Chris Penn. I mean, Max, can you pull him up? Chris Penn. I had a feeling you guys might not know. He passed away. Um, Chris who? Chris Penn. Oh, yeah, I remember him. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. They're very similar. They're very similar. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was a good, and especially because for my uh, characters, you'll see why. Because Cork and Romano, they work together. Heck yeah. But um, for Mary, I did Marissa Tomei. Oh, the ever lovely. I Marissa thought she's just Tomei. super, super cutie. Oh, she's wonderful. Yeah, great actress too. Let's do Harry first. Okay. Will Ferrell. Solid choice. Yeah. And for Lloyd, Chris Catton. Because I thought of Night of the Roxbury. Chris Catan. Is it Catan? Catan. Catan. Yeah. My bad. Or Chris Catan. Catan. Chris Catan. Catan. <laughs> yeah. And so that's why they, um, what's his face? They work together. The, um, Those were solid choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chris Penn worked with uh, Chris Catan and Corky Romano. They were brothers in the film. Dude, that would have been perfect. I just think because, like, perfect for, like, the buddy Dude, comedy. And they're absolutely. both kind of yeah. stupid. They would have been really good. 
So I thought that and was they would have their uh, uh, SNL chemistry. Yeah, they would have been. Yeah, yeah. And then good. for director, I did Peter Siegel from Tommy Boy. Dude, really good choice. Yes, thank yeah, you. Yeah, he is awesome. Thank you. I thank think you. Max can agree on that one. Yes, because it's another road trip movie. So good. Mm-hmm. That's solid. I think thank you did you. a you did thank a damn you. good one. Thank I like Chris Tam. Yeah, he's freaking hilarious. Actually, met him after a stand-up show. I remember that. Yeah, I met yeah. him, and uh, I said, my friend James is going to mispronounce your name in a couple of years. Yes. <laughs> and he said that James Pollard. Oh, sorry, no last name. Got to bleep. Got to bleep it. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. It's uh, fine. All right, so mine. <laughs> for do you want to start from the top, or you want to go to the? Um, we can do from the bottom. Yeah, let's okay. let's start with J.P. Shea. I picked uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus. I think I think she would have been awesome, Mm -hmm. and obviously we love her from Seinfeld. But think of how she was in Christmas Christmas Vacation. She could be kind of snippy. She could Mm kind of she she had the range to where she could play someone who's kind of annoying or bad. I think she would have been awesome. Uh, For Joe, Mike Starr, I picked Will Sasso, which would have been freaking hilarious. He would have been a little bit young, but we can kind of stretch the parameters here a little bit. Yeah, picturing um, what was it, Happy Gilmore? Exactly. Yeah. So he would have been. Yeah, he would have been able to do it. Um, for main characters, for Mary Swanson, Slippy Sammy Sammy Swanson, maybe it's on the briefcase. Samsonite. I was way off. I picked Sandra Bullock. I think she has comedic timing and she's very lovely. That's a very good choice. I didn't. She didn't cross my mind. Sandra Bullock. I think like Speed era. You know, she would have been really good. All right, for Harry and Lloyd, for Harry, I picked Owen Wilson. He would have been a little young, but he totally could have pulled it off. They, if we would have set the bar a little um, younger, I think if they would have been like fresh out of college, um, it would have worked. And Lloyd, Ben Stiller. This would have been a different film. It would have been a totally different film, but I think obviously Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson can play off each other always. Mm. It would have been great. You didn't do three for each of them? Not this time. Not this time. Mm. Um, The only other ones who came to mind... Uh, right off the bat when I was trying to think of people were um, uh, French Stewart fr- yeah. French Stewart as Harry and um, I was thinking Bill Murray for Lloyd but the age differences yeah, would have been like, tough yeah, been but tough. I was thinking like Bill Murray like Caddyshack hey era. Bill Murray did show up in the sequel that wait in Dumb Number 2 mm-hmm. I don't remember him in the sequel he is making he is sorry Harry's roommate you don't see him he's his voice oh. he's making meth he's like he's uh, making oh wow yeah. and maybe because he knows them because Kingpin yep Funny. Okay, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, for writer, I picked Tim Herlihy and Adam Sandler because of their collaboration on Billy Madison. I think that's they would be yeah. they would be the only ones who could have like that level of comedy. I think. And then for director, I picked John Hamburg, who did Safe Men with Sam Rockwell and Steve Zahn, and also Along Came Polly. I did not know he did Along Came Polly. Yeah, he uh, was pretty. He also did I Love You, Man. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's good, John Hamburg. We gotta give it up to him. He he's an underrated director yeah, and good. Yeah, good buddy movie. Right yeah, there. he's good with buddy movies. Yeah. But um, yeah, those are my picks. Um, yeah, Max, did you have any that came to mind for alternate castings? I know we no. we don't force <laughs> I don't <laughs> force Max don't to do them, but yeah. it's so tough with a perfect movie. And I think it's it's implied, but um, for me, this is a hard hard five stars. Yeah, too hard for me. Too hard for me to recast. Oh yeah, I'm too, too in love with the original cast. I know it's tough. It's so tough, and even this one, like I don't want to recast it, but just for the recasting, it's it's fun to experiment, like alternate universe castings. I did pull up the Bill Murray clip. Yeah, did you? He's like a Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, character. do it. Do it. I'll put my uh, the headphones on. Who's the astronaut? Oh, that's my roommate. Roommate? He's cooking, man. You got a new roommate? Well, I mean, I had to get somebody to pay your half of the rent while you were in the hospital. How's it going, Ice Pick? Best day ever. Greatest day of my life, really. That didn't sound like Bill Murray. 
Pitt cooks up a rock candy that'll make you dizzy. Folks come from all over the city to buy it. <laughs> Burning my eyes. Must be Cajun style. Yeah, I don't know. He, he won't even let me try it. Says I'll get hooked and just eat up all his profits. <laughs> I gotta admit, though, people do go crazy for this stuff. I actually saw a guy trade a stereo and his sister for just one little piece, and it was a nice stereo. That was funny. <laughs> I forgot about that scene. It's uh, that was funny. It's not the best, you I know, know but we not. still enjoy it for what it is. I'm glad it exists. I mean, I remember the first time I saw it in theaters. I think I saw it with you. Um, yeah, we did. Yeah, I I did not like it. I when, I, when I saw Dumb and Dumber two, I was super super disappointed. Mm-hmm. I was like, that sucked. And I really shit on it for quite a while until it came out on video. And then I remember watching it again with a buzz, and I was just kind of like, all right, like I'm glad this exists. Like It made yeah. me laugh a few times. Mm-hmm. Once once you accept it for what it is and you realize it's never going to come even remotely close to the original, and you just take it as like an extended like skit, you're like, all That's right. That's how I look it, at it's it. It's kind of fun. For the jokes, I like... Yeah. yeah. It's I think it just looks too <laughs> clean. It's very clean yeah. looking. Yeah. And also, they, too much time had passed. They're just too old. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad it exists, and it's already, like, what, like an eight-year-old movie at this point? But um, I'm glad they, I'm glad we got something. I'm glad we got to see Harry and Lloyd again. I think, ideally, a Dumb and Dumber sequel should have come out, like, 1999, mm-hmm. like 2000. That would have been perfect. I'm, and I'm glad we got Dumb and Dumber-er. Like, I really like that I movie's a lot of fun. I know a lot of people will give it hate, but I think it was great, especially considering it didn't have the original cast or um, creative talent behind the scenes, like director and writer. They did a f- great freaking job. Mm. Like that was a great movie. I thought. And Bob Saget scene. And Bob Saget, yeah, R.I.P. Bob Saget. There's shit everywhere. Oh. But anyway, as I was saying, five I stars. You, I heard you. Yeah, five, five stars. stars. Dumb and Dumber. Five I think stars. collectively. Five stars. Five stars. So this is a f- this is a hard fifteen, guys. Five, five ten, fifteen. That's rare to get a hard fifteen. Yeah, we gave something else that d- before, didn't we? I think Mosquito Coast. I, I think, think Mosquito so. Coast yeah. was the only other hard fifteen mm. that we had. Harrison Ford's got a good taste in movies. He does. Yeah. He does. Ah. Very nice. Um, do you want to mention the next uh, film that we're going to yeah. be watching? So, well, actually, the next thing we're going to do is we're going to do a highlight reel of Jim Carrey. Yes, so that'll be we're the gonna next gonna one. We're going to do the best moments of him and everything. But the next film we're going to watch is something that I believe both of you guys haven't seen. It's from our favorite guy, you know, one of our favorite guys, actors, action stars, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. In Ooh. a buddy comedy movie as well with him and Danny DeVito. Ooh, the one Jun- where he's pregnant? Yes, Junior. Yes, the pregnant one. Huge Arnold fan? Never seen it. So I can truly go in with, well, some expectations, but we'll call it yeah, no expectations. Spoiler. Yeah. Pregnant. <laughs> I know. That. No, he's not pregnant. I know that. But, um, it's on the, it's on the it's poster. On the, yeah, so. yeah. Have you seen it, Max? I don't think I've you know. seen it. Parts of it on cable. Yeah, it was on cable a lot. I love Arnold and I love Dan DeVito, so let's, let's do it. Yeah. Let's bring it on. So if you guys want to be in on the action after the next Jim Carrey special, Watch Junior with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. So be kind. Rewind. And remember to subscribe, leave a comment below. Watch the movies along with us and uh, join in next week. Or listen to. See ya. (laughs) Thanks. Bye, guys. Don't yawn. Don't we yawn. got feedback from it. Okay, no yawning. <laughs> Alright. For Sonic, like they're they're like, um were you guys like tired of that episode? But they thought it was really funny like one of our funniest episodes. Really? Yeah. Cool. Good. We were very tired on that one, weren't we? Yeah, that was a late night one. 
All right, let me get my yawns out. Put your phone on silent, guys. It's on silent. Yeah. Mine's on silent. <laughs> I'm going to start calling you by your first Who's name the, when that goes that? off. Who was that? It wasn't me. James. It wasn't me. That was, that was 100%. It was Grogu. Grogu.